Welcome to Faith Family in the Force. I'm Oliver. And I'm Annabeth. Faith Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's episode, we talk about reading your Bible, devotionals, and all sorts of ways to establish habits. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Sea to Sea with Love. This military spouse-owned company connects you and your loved one during deployment through care package sticker kits. These sticker kits make it easy to send fun and creative care packages. I wish I had known about this company when Oliver was deployed. The peel and stick application makes it quick and easy to apply, plus it's so cute and affordable. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at C2C with Love, or go to their website, shop c2cwithlove.com, which is in the description. And use code FAITHFAMILYFORCE, all caps, all one word, to get 10% off. That's FAITHFAMILYFORCE at checkout. What's going on, guys? That's what you always say. <laughs> that is what I always say. Um, so welcome, guys, to Faith Family and Force. What are we going to talk about today? Okay, today we are just giving some advice or hints. Some words. Words of wisdom. I don't know. But about where to start if you want to start reading your Bible every day or having some sort of daily time with God and in his word in some form. Mm, That's good stuff. Okay, so first, why is this important? Why are we talking about this? Okay, it is really important because if you want to follow Jesus, you can't really do that without spending time with him. Got it, yeah. (laughs) Going to church on Sundays is great, and we highly recommend that also, but you have to do a little bit more than that, in my opinion, in most people's opinion. I think it's something we take for granted because we write in front of us and whether that's in a paper copy of the Bible or on our phones, we have the Bible and we have so many resources, right? Yes. So I think it's a very, it's very easy and it's very something that we can forget to do a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we just should do because it's right there and we can really study it and dive into it and honor it. Yes. But I I think the hard thing is finding what works for you. Mm. We are going to give so many examples today of stuff you can do. But until you find something that you like and that works for you and you stay committed to something, like it's just never going to work. But I would say if you haven't found that yet, if you've tried to do some daily thing, and it hasn't worked like don't give up keep trying different ways to do it and it's worth it yeah absolutely i think it'll i think you'll see improvement in your mental and spiritual life and just Mm -hmm. in you in general so yeah so a couple things before we get really into it um that we would recommend one trying to do what whenever you do this do it like the same time and same place every day so you have that routine down yeah absolutely i think there's a couple studies out there that talk about um the location and what you do your hobby or activity right so if you think back to like taking going to school and stuff you are very familiar and going to that same classroom every single day at the same time 
on a set schedule. And so mm-hmm. you perform better in yeah. that environment because you're used to it. So and it becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, this is a good habit to have. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, so doing that. And we were talking about this earlier of a lot of people say, oh, that's has to be the first thing you do in the morning. Mm. And for some people that is totally true. That works. It's simple for them to do it in the morning to get it done first thing. But for some people, that's just not the case. And I think a lot of people kind of that do it in the morning or that make it that first priority thing, which is great too. But I think a lot of times people that don't do it in the morning or just can't, they like feel bad because they're like, oh, I'm not doing it first thing in the morning like I'm supposed to because you hear that so much. Right. I feel like that is kind of like the normal thing that's told is read your Bible and have your spiritual time first thing when you wake up. Mm-hmm. And I, that's great. You know, like yeah. that's a wonderful way to start your day. But there's it's a not always lot realistic. Of, it's not realistic. <laughs> and there's a lot of like cost benefit that go into that. And if you're the type of person who gets up, hops out of bed and goes on like a run in the morning or hits the gym, you honestly are probably going to be more successful having your spiritual time in the morning Mm -hmm. uh, because that's, you're already ingrained to that. So I would start by like when you're thinking about when you want to start reading your Bible or a devotion or just having some of that quiet time, making, looking at what strengths in your schedule you already have and you've already made time for. Yeah. So for example, most of my life I would have done this, like my study time, Jesus time in the mornings and since having Jude that is just not for me anymore (laughs) like because he wakes up early like we all pretty much get up at six o'clock every day so I'm just not the type of person that's gonna set my alarm at 5 30 to do it when I can do it at night (laughs) yeah like I want to sleep those 30 minutes and now I do have the routine down of before like I get ready for bed I get in bed and that's what I do like I read my bible I do my prayer journal all of that and so I have that location and same time every day and it still works even though I'm not doing it in the morning and it's okay yeah absolutely I would say for me personally I enjoy breaking up my day Mm -hmm. so I'm the kind of person I'd rather go work out in the middle of the day and eat lunch and have my spiritual and devotional time like while I'm eating or kind of by myself in the middle of the day. So I've done half my day, broke it up with a workout and then a little bit of me time, spiritual time, read my Mm -hmm. Bible and then continue the rest of my day. And I know sometimes it is hard to like fit this into your day, but really you can find time to fit this into your day. Yeah, absolutely. You need if you if you really want to make it if you if you really care about this, just make it a priority. Maybe you do have to give up something else. You do have to give up 30 minutes of sleep or you do have to give up going out to eat for lunch or whatever, but you can find time. Even if we're going to share some like resources at the end where you don't have to read like you can listen like podcasts and stuff. So even if instead of listening to something else on the way to your 20 minute drive to work, you listen to your Bible being read to you. Yeah, absolutely. Or like a theological book of, we have all sorts of resources and whatnot. Um, what, how, this is kind of a question for you. How long 
what's your timeline? Like what's your, what's some magic number? Is there yeah. a magic number? Like what are you shooting for here? I don't think there's a magic number. And sometimes for like me, it varies just depending on like how much I'm writing down for praying. It, you know, if I have extra <laughs> to pray for that day or whatever, or I have a little bit longer of a read or, you know, it right. just kind of depends. But usually, I mean, I don't spend a ton of time on it. I mean, probably 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of short, I would say, on the shorter side of it. Some people do 10. I've heard some people are spending a whole hour. It's really kind of dependent. And, right, like, at this season in my life, you know, I don't have usually a whole hour right, right. in the day that I can do that. I so. would... I, I would think if you're just starting to read your Bible mm -hmm. and to establish a habit that we're talking about here, going for an hour is ri a ridiculous yes. expectation. Yes. 30 minutes is like a long expectation. Even. Yeah. I would say shoot for somewhere 10 to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, if you know, just to find that time first and then get after it. Because like, if you're like, Oh, I need to, I'm going to read it for an hour today. Then you're, that's like, a that's time. a lofty goal. Yeah. And so the, when you inevitably don't meet that goal or you realize mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a long time to read my Bible. Yeah. And it is a long time. It's going to hurt a lot right. more. When Again, you that goes into finding a good time frame that works for you. Exactly. So if you, if some, if you were good with 45 minutes, go for it. Like if that's what right. works, but if only 10 minutes, 20 minutes works for you, that's okay too. Okay. So reading your Bible. Yeah. So the most basic, kind of, just straight reading your Bible is what we're going to start with. Right. So where would you start? And then I kind of piggyback on that question mm -hmm. to preface this whole Bible reading. Mm -hmm. What about the different versions of the Bible yes. slash commentaries and things like that? Okay. Again, that is going to be sort of, you have to find your preference of versions, commentaries, things like that. Oliver and I both have the um, NLT, New Living Translation. It's pretty easy to read. I really like it. Um, NIV, ESV, SV, both yeah. of those are pretty good. The message is different, but it can be really good like to help you understand. Sometimes if you are having trouble. Um, I like to like read a verse or a passage. And then if I'm like, oh, I'm not sure, like just switch over on my right. Bible app and read and it in the message. That's version. exactly what I was about to say is if you're first time really trying to get into reading the Bible, like it's okay if you're not enjoying reading the NIV version or that, that specific translation of it, yeah, switch around, use your Bible app on your phone mm -hmm. and be like, actually, this is easier for me to read. I understand more of it. Yeah. And that's awesome. And like stick with that. Yeah. And as far as where would you start? Yeah. I think so many people that read the Bible, like for the first time, start in Genesis. Right. Makes sense. You would think. <laughs> so first, first one left to right. Yes. But I think Oliver and I would both recommend starting with the Gospels, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Any of those is good, but I would say John. Yeah, I, w I definitely would say John or Luke would be my top two that I would start with. Yeah. And I, and I tell people that, and normally people are like, whoa, why wouldn't you start in the beginning? And I'm like, well... John kind of covers it yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> they cover a lot of it, but you 
I think when you're starting to read your Bible and get into it, reading the story of Jesus first thing is the best way to start. That's the best thing you can do. Absolutely. And And the whole Bible is pointing towards Jesus. Like that's the whole point. Um, So starting with reading about his life and death and resurrection, I think is always a good place to start. Okay. So if you were going to read the whole Bible, like if you had to come up with a quick, like five minute Bible plan right now to share, like what would you kind of, what's your order of the Bible you would read it in? Oh, um, see, well, I would probably do, I would just start with Matthew and go through the new Testament and then probably go back. Or I would do like a chapter of like the old Testament, also a chapter of Psalms slash Proverbs, and then also a new Testament. Wow. So like one from each probably. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because it's hard to just read straight through like numbers. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think that's that's where people get bogged down. Yeah. Is yeah. they're reading right in the beginning. At and Genesis, trying to read like six like, chapters just straight through Numbers, yeah. Ecclesiastes. And there's some really good stories in the beginning. And then all of a sudden you get to just lists of nomenclatures yeah. and people's names and stuff like that. And you're just like, what For sure. am I reading? And speaking of, what do you think about reading the Bible in a year? That's it, very popular now. There's like tons of plans out right. there. Um so what do you think about it? So I think it's good. I think it's one of those things you definitely should read the Bible at least once in your lifetime, especially if you're a Jesus follower, like, you know, from start to finish, mm-hmm. like all of it, whether you, you kind of split it up in a popular way. That's why I right. asked that yeah. because a lot of very popular read your Bible in a year plans will take you, they'll do a little bit of the gospel, a little bit of old Testament, a little bit of Proverbs, yeah. a little bit of something like jump around so you're getting the full breadth in mm-hmm. one reading and yeah. not just blasting through. Oh, I got to read 10 chapters. Right. I will say that reading the Bible in a year is a little daunting. It's a big book. Yes. And you, it can. If you miss a day, then you really, it's hard to catch up because then right. you have to read a lot of chapters. So I would say if that's something you want to do, like go for it. That's for awesome. Sure. But things like that. And we're going to talk about some other examples of stuff like that um especially if you haven't it's not a consistent thing for you yet like if you're just starting it can be easy to give up like oh I missed two days already I'm never gonna catch up I'm just gonna stop yeah I I would also caution people and just ourselves I have to remind myself and Annabeth this that we're not trying to read our Bible or have our morning devotional or evening devotional or whatever our time as a, as a, like a box to check. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's okay to kind of like very minute, I think, think of it like that way right. because that's just how our brains work and we accept that. But if you're like, I have to read my Bible cause I need to check that off my list. Yeah. You're missing the point. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I don't say, oh, I have to talk to Oliver today. Like, check that off my box because he's my (laughs) husband. Like, I want to talk to him because he's my husband and we have a relationship. So it's kind of like that with your time with the Lord, too. That's that's a beautiful analogy. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So sometimes nothing wrong with just reading it and then thinking about it, praying about it, whatever, and going on without about your day. Um, But if you wanted something else, like read and then what do you do? Yeah. I mean, 
there there's some days when I read the Bible and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I just read that. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's all I glean from it. Mm-hmm. There's not it's not a whole lot of depth there for whatever reason yeah. or whatever passage I read didn't speak to me. Yeah. So um, we have some suggestions if you want to just think about these or journal like after. Yeah. Um a lot of people do kind of where you read and then you read it again like if you're reading just a short 10 verses or something like that reading it twice through and then picking out a phrase or word that stands out to you and kind of just meditating on that um I do like doing that sometimes but also we I think we did this when we did our episode about peace but reading it and then just observation so that could be anything that stood out to you or thinking about like, okay, who wrote this and who were they writing to and, you know, things like that. Um, And then interpretation, which we like to answer the question, like how does this fit into the bigger picture of the Bible and of Jesus? So things like that. And then application, how does this apply to your life? Yeah. So those three observation, interpretation, application, I think are such a good starting point. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I really enjoy a lot of the historical and looking at the cultural things that were going on in the Bible and how it's relevant. Mm -hmm. So kind of taking the whole picture that helps me get excited about reading and staying in it when it's, especially when I'm reading a dull passage, like there's just parts of the Bible that you're like, Oh, this is kind of boring. Like this isn't important, but it is, it wouldn't be there if it was important. For sure. And then another one that I like to use sometimes is reading it and then asking, what does this say about God? What does this say that God does? Things like that, like attributes of God, characteristics. Um, and then what does this say about me? Which kind of, again, how can I apply this to my life sort of? Um, and so I like those. There's two just like simple right. questions, but there are tons. That's just two examples. Like there are tons of different methods of Bible study out there that you can find. Yeah, um, for sure. And there, I mean, there's a ridiculous amount of Bibles that are like almost study Bibles mm-hmm. and that have commentaries to them where you can go and look at people who have been commentating and talking about these passages in the Bibles since it was published. Like I'm talking about like, pre-Saint Aquinas all the way through Mm -hmm. modern day theologians who are like, oh, this is what I understand this to be. And so you can really get into the weeds if you want to of some of this stuff, or you can just take it surface level, which is totally fine too. Yeah. So you mentioned journaling. Yes. You love journaling. I I have tried it several seasons of my life (laughs) and I love the idea of it. I love getting a nice leather bound notebook. I love the smell of it, like Mm -hmm. the nice pen and just going at it, but I can't do it. Okay. So I think for you and a lot of people, just an empty journal is not helpful for some people. That's great. Like they can roll with that. But I think for a lot of people, there's like I don't know what to write. Right. Well, like, I don't really have anything, you know. Um, so the two examples I actually wrote down is perfect for this. So one thing, it, it's just called write the word journal. Um, and you can get different ones. They have different themes. You can go like the gospels or humility, forgiveness, mm. like just different themes. And then they have in there 
just a verse every day that goes along with that. I think it's 30 days or something like that. And they just have a spot for you to copy the Bible verse down. And I think that's really cool to just be able to read a verse, copy it down. Like it, it makes you really focus on it. Right. Um, and then I think it has in there kind of like some things to write you're thankful for or prayer requests or different things like that too. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of just like, it makes you really focused on the verse to read it and then just direct copy the word of God. Yeah. I, so I'm one of those learners who I don't fit into like the written or verbal or auditory type categories. I need all three of them for me to really retain Mm -hmm. something. So I love that idea of I'm able to read something, I'm able to write it and I'm able to see it. And then my next step for me to really get it and appreciate it and study it is to talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay, and then the next journal I wrote down is called Every Single Moment Prayer Journal, and it gives you prayer prompts, so things to pray for, and Ah. I love doing stuff like that Um, because sometimes I'm like, I don't really know. Like, thank you for this day, (laughs) you know. Praying's Um, hard. Yeah, sometimes it's just you don't have anything, and so having a journal that prompts you of, Hey, thank God for this today or pray for these, this group right. of people or whatever, um, can be really helpful. And I, I enjoy it a lot. So I feel like praying is the easiest, hardest thing yeah. you can do. <laughs> it's like all, both of those things at once. Totally. We could do a whole podcast about praying. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing, um, is like devotional or Bible study books. What's the difference between a devotion and like just bible study i think bible study would probably be longer and more in depth and devotional books usually are like you know one page with some questions and a prayer written for you usually um so with this oh there's a lot of of these books that are a year like 365 days to read and then you have some other ones that are 30 days or a hundred days or things like that. And so again, like we were talking about with reading the Bible in a year, trying to do a 365 day one can be difficult. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not like for me, I've done those before and it's really hard for me to skip a day, like not, not skip a day on purpose, but be like, Oh, it's okay that I missed. I can just read the next, today's today and i don't have to try to go back and read the days i missed ocd kicks in you're like oh no i missed the 49th day and it's the 51st day now exactly yeah so i think again if that works for you that's awesome if not you know and especially the ones that are like may 1st and i'm like oh no i didn't read it on may 1st or if it has a leap day in there like february 29th and you're just like what (laughs) yeah i love this one you have written down yeah so some ones that we have used that we liked is 100 days to brave yes we read that actually together it's by annie f downs um and we we read it together while oliver was deployed and he was deployed over 100 days but it was close like it worked out and honestly that was the first devotional book i've ever fully read Mm -hmm. and even yeah i missed a couple days because there were days where 
I didn't have the book with me if I was on a trip or whatever the case was, but that wasn't the point. Right. We well, that's why I like built in the it. hundred day ones right. because it doesn't give you like that date or it's like, oh, it's a hundred days. I don't have to finish it on, you know, the hundredth day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to finish it on December 31st or whatever. Um, so you can drag it out if you need to. Yeah. I want to say we, we probably only, I mean, it probably only took us 120. There's probably yeah. some odd two or three weeks where we were absent without it. But the amount of times I've been gifted devotional books, like mm-hmm. 365 days, and I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, thank you for the gift. I don't know if like this is daunting to me. I don't know right. if I can finish this. Yeah. And 100 Days to Brave is so good. Like the content. Right. It's really great. And it has it does have questions in there for I, I didn't write answers down. I just thought about them. But also that it gives you if you wanted to journal like your answers, I think that'd be good, too. And then I'm reading one right now. It's called Fighting Words by Ellie Holcomb. And it's been super good, too. Um, and same concepts, like she has questions in there for you to write, journal or think about and then a prayer written for you to read at the end and everything. Um, so I've really enjoyed it. Love that. Where, since we're talking about devotions and Bibles, I, you know, it's like a fun place to go to is like a Christian bookstore. Yes. <laughs> because you walk in a Christian bookstore and that's like, there's Bibles galore and mm-hmm. all the different translations. Yes. And there is a ridiculous amount of devotionals. Yes. And, and old, just books and old in people. general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to like get super off topic, but like. No. Well, I don't even know if we have a Christian bookstore anywhere near us. No. Books a Million or Barnes and Nobles. They have. Yeah. They, they have, have Christian sections. books. Yeah. Yeah. But just like a Lifeway. I think Lifeway closed their stores now and just are online. Online. Yeah, how about that? Crazy. Crazy. Okay, so next, um, going along the lines of like devotional books, you could also do just a Christian book and just read a chapter every day. Yeah, or I mean, whatever timeline, right? Yeah. Once a week or once every two or three days. Just depending on how you want to do it. But um, that, I would just, it's going to be, you had to pick the right book to, for that, I would say, because if the chapters are really long and you don't have that much time to read a whole chapter or how, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I love that. We we read a book together um, mm-hmm. on our Sunday nights. We do our marriage journal and Annabeth was like, hey, here's this parenting book that's by these people. I don't even remember what it's called right now. But it's super good. We read a chapter of it a night. It's called Raising Passionate Jesus Followers. Right. And it is very good. Yes, it's super awesome. And so we read a chapter of it every Sunday night. And like this last Sunday, it, the chapter was like so long. Yeah. So we just read half of it. And we're like, you know what? We read a ton. This is good. We still got good information. We still mm-hmm. feel not that we check that box. But yes, we check the box. But we also like. We had a really we good conversation yeah. based off the chapter too. Um, and I think that's really like, this is kind of getting off of our topic, but doing like a book club yeah. with your friends or your family and reading Christian books is we did that like growing up, growing up, I guess in high school. Um, and we like loved it. Yeah, so it was awesome. Just another random suggestion for you. But um, if you wanted to do like a Christian book and read a chapter, my one suggestion is something needs to change by David Platt. It is 
a great book and answers like all the questions you have about faith like is this real Um, you know is it worth it why did these people you know are born into poverty and I'm born in you know middle class America and it's just so good he like (laughs) like hits all those topics um, and also has questions at the end of each chapter and different things so it I think it could be a really good like devotional book for you yeah, I would, you kind of, you touched on it a little bit, but it's so important when you are reading your Bible or reading Christian books or devotionals, there's so much you can get internally and by yourself, but it, it, it helps you to grow and it helps somebody mm-hmm. else to grow. If you can share that in conversation and you have that person, you can talk to it about absolutely or whether it's a group of people or just someone you can be like, Hey, I was reading this the other day and I read yeah. blah, 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 blah. What do you think about this? And this is what this said. And this is what I think. And you really can solidify like some thoughts you're having in your head and yeah. like bounces off people. So the, book I'm reading right now fighting words it's a hundred day devotional but me and like a group of girls are all doing a hundred day devotional together we're not even all doing the same one we have two some of us have fighting words and some of us have hundred days to brave um and we don't even like tell you know talk about it every day or anything but just having that accountability of like oh did you read today what did you think you know Um, stuff like that really helps too. So if you want like an accountability partner or someone to do it with you, I think that always helps like with anything you hear that, like going to the gym and all that stuff. So for sure, it's always good for this too. Okay. What about alternative means besides reading? Okay. Well, one thing this would still be reading, but on the Bible app, right. Um, you can also do like plans on there, That's right. which Oliver and I have talked about on here before. Cause we did that his first deployment yeah. because you can do it with your friends too. If your friends on the Bible app, you can do it together and you can comment and do mm-hmm. it's a lot of tools on there. It's, it's really very cool. cool. Um, so that's like a really good tool that's free. Right. Um, but other than just reading things, um, So like I said earlier, if you wanted to do something like in your car or when you're walking or running or whatever, um, I have, I don't listen to it every day, but I do listen to it sometimes. It's called Just Listening Daily Christian Meditations. Um, And I like that a lot. I I actually use it sometimes when, if Oliver's not here and I can't sleep because it just reads the Bible verse and then it is kind of quiet. Like it has noises in the background, but it's like quiet. Um, and then it'll read the Bible verse again and then be quiet with like background noise. I don't know. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that is one that I would use. And there's tons. These are just like some examples that we have. Um, the other one that would like read a Bible, part of the Bible to you is called The Bible in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. And he just, it's a podcast and he reads the Bible to you in a year. Again, you would have to listen to it every single day for 365. So, right. <laughs> um, but. I don't know. Some people might not know this on your podcast. You can speed up like how fast or slow down 
So if you wanted to listen to it faster than he's actually reading it, you could just speed it up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think podcast and listening to audible like books and things like that on tape are, are such a, it's such a great facet to get information, especially because I think that average person commutes somewhere between like 20 and 30 minutes to their job yeah. or they're driving around. And as much as I love listening to music and stuff, I catch myself just being like burned out on mm -hmm. music, whether it's whatever on Spotify or YouTube, I'm just like, okay, I'm really nothing's piquing my interest. I'm going to listen to something. Mm -hmm. So podcasts and audible books like that, um, really shine in that. And that's a good opportunity for you to be like, Oh, I got a 20 minute drive to work today. Like I'll listen to the Bible or this podcast that's spiritually inclined and stuff like that. Yeah. So like our that. podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So then the next thing I was going to say really on YouTube, but they, I think they also have a podcast and like a ton of that. I think they have an, just a app of their own. Now they have a ton of stuff, but the Bible project, they have great YouTube videos. Um, if you're reading like a book of the Bible and you want to know more about it, they have these really cool ones. And then I think they have just different series on there about like different, I don't know, humility and forgiveness. And I don't know. They have all kinds of stuff and they're really great. The Bible project. Love it. I love it. Okay. And then the last thing, which is very different. <laughs> yeah. I saw this one on here. Um, I was like, what? But the chosen like the TV series. TV series. Um, if you wanted to, now it might not be. You probably could do it every day. I don't know how long the episodes are. Um, but if you wanted something different and like to, I don't know, see it visual, visually, right. and I think it's cool to get like a perspective of how it was like in the Bible times and personalities of disciples and Jesus. And I don't know. I think it makes you think differently about it. Yeah. I would, I would liken this to when you read a book and then you watch the movie of the book mm -hmm. or a TV show of the book and you're like, Oh, well obviously that's what the person looks like. Or actually I didn't think they looked like that at all. Yeah, You're able to start putting like kind of familiar faces and, like a, a feel to mm -hmm. what you read. And I think that would be a good way to do that. Yeah. Now I would say you still should like read your Bible and that the right, chosen not should not be the only it. way that you're spending right. time um, learning about the Bible. But I think it is a great resource. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we hope this was helpful. I feel like I talked a lot. No, it's awesome. I loved it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I hope, yeah, I hope it was helpful for everyone. And I don't know, let us know. Yeah. Let us know if, if you're having trouble, like establishing that habit mm -hmm. of getting your Bible, like reach out to us and maybe we can give you some words of encouragement at the yeah. very least, or some new ideas or tips and tricks to like look at your schedule and be like, Hey, maybe you could try this. Maybe you could mm -hmm. do that. And you know, we can be there for you. Yeah. All right. Bye.